the, the most halal way of dating a person is really when in the presence of others. That is the most halal way of dating. Okay, if you want to talk about halal dating, you really want to get to know the person, you want to meet the person face to face, it would be in the presence of others. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Truth About Love with me, Mizi Wahid and Lisa Surihani. Assalamualaikum. Lisa, how are you? Alhamdulillah, I am great. I am really looking forward to this conversation today. And you know, like, there's so much to ask. Yes, we are already in episode 9, Alhamdulillah. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by House of Spectacles. If you need a proper diagnosis of your eye condition or you're simply looking for a new pair of glasses, contact House of Spectacles today. Call 8825-1701. That's 8825-1701. Or you can visit them at House of Spectacles located at 390 Victoria Street, Golden Landmark Shopping Centre, Unit Number 0139. You'll find them at Level 1, so please pay them a visit soon. And thank you, House of Spectacles, for your support for this week's episode. Um, and today, we are going to talk about concepts of getting to know a person, from, especially from an Islamic perspective, because this is, again, another very common question. So the title today, Lisa, is... I like him, so now what? Okay, so today's topic is on halal dating and the do's and don'ts of ta'aruf. Okay, Lisa, I want to ask you first, what do you think, what comes to mind when you hear the word halal dating? Well, for me, um, halal dating, what else could it mean other than no premarital sex? Like, Mm. that's, I think, what halal dating means. Like, Mm. Is there anything else that halal dating would mean? Well, that's interesting. I think um, there are many others out there like you who would think, oh, halal dating only means no premarital sex. Right. But actually, there's a lot more to it. Okay, There's a lot more to getting to know a person before you finally feel comfortable to settle down with that person. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, uh, premarital sex is probably the most obvious one that you're supposed to leave out but we can go back to this, Lisa. We can talk about this, inshallah. Okay. But, you know, I want to start off by saying this, that there are even views out there that say that dating as a concept is completely unacceptable from an Islamic perspective. There are views like that. Yeah. So you, you're talking about one extreme or you're just saying, oh, no, premarital sex is fine. And then there's right. another one that says, no, not even anything at all. You know, you, you just, you know, so so there are parties that believe, you know, it's just about being matchmade or you like somebody, you tell them, you get married immediately, things like that. So there are extreme ends of, you know, the spectrum. But um, today we're going to go a bit deeper and talk about what are the certain values and principles that we need to know when we are serious, we are interested. Like I said just now, you already like the person. Mm-hmm. You think that this is, you know, there's a chance of something happening. You know, most of the qualities that you look out for in a person is already seen, visible. But you're always curious about what this person really is. Like when, you know, when they open up a bit more. Yeah. When when they show another side of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There will always be that question mark in your mind. Like, you know, like, will he be somebody else after Mm -hmm. marriage? Mm -hmm. So dating is normally the time when people feel like this is where I can really, really get to know him, Mm. really get to know her, right? This is what a lot of people believe. But it may be true, it may not be true. You know, I always believe, Lisa, that the dating period is the period when we are advertising the best parts of ourselves. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Yes, are we not? I mean, everything. I can agree. From, I can safely agree. From dressing up and grooming ourselves and, you know, putting on nice perfume and putting on and, makeup. And, and suddenly you know. tolerating a lot more than you usually would. You know, like yeah. uh, we, there, and I think it's a subconscious thing. Like, mm. you know, you, you, especially if you're interested in, in, in the other person and mm. you want the other person to be interested in you. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's very, very seldom that you kind of project the aim. You know, what you see is what you get. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's not always the case, right? What you see is not always what you get. Hmm. You know, sometimes when I interview the couples and I ask them, how much do you know your partner? And the ones who have been together for anything more than five, six years, they're going to say, oh, I know him starts very well. I know her nine out of 10. I know him, you know, 10 out of 10. Some even say that. And I'm like, are you really sure though? Yeah, starts. we've known each other. We've been, you know, going out for so long, you know, since school days. So I've, I've seen everything, his lowest points, his highest, you know, and, and vice versa. Mm. But then I always tell them, but, you know, when you're dating and you're getting to know each other, you don't really show every side of you. This is in a lot of cases because you want to project the best version of yourself. Again, right. this is all marketing. This is promotions. This is advertising. Yes. You know, when you're selling a product, sometimes you just want to, you know, some companies just want to show the best parts of it. Mm -hmm. the, the horrible parts of it, like if you're selling a car, you want to talk about all the best features, but you don't want to talk about how troublesome it is when a, a certain part breaks down and things like that, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, in the same way, you don't really show the parts when you break down and you start crying and you when you get offended by certain things. Like you said, you pointed out something really good. You said, we somehow are able to tolerate things that normally we would not be able to tolerate. Like normally we don't like to wait for people, but because this date of yours you really like, it's okay, like, an hour is like nothing. Like, I can't like, notice the time, you know? Like, like how I think for one of our first dates with these three, like, you know, he does not like Arab cuisine very much. Like, okay. you know, he, he doesn't mind it. It's just mm. it's not exactly, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be his choice for a date night kind of thing you know mm. so here i am going along to let's go and have some Arab food you know <laughs> and he was like oh, okay <laughs> and then later after that he goes you know like to be honest with you i don't i don't really fancy mm. Arab food very much and i was like really mm. why didn't you say anything and i was like oh I, i didn't know whether it would be off you know like yeah. for me to say that you know you didn't enjoy but, know, like, but, but it's good that eventually he said eventually he communicates it the problem with a lot of couples is that they don't ah. they don't say um, and they know that they don't realize it's that it's going to get tiring to pretend right. you know in the years to come that you're okay with something that you're really not okay with oh but yes. if i may say though i mean i mean there are instances though that you have ones, big men or women, um, especially in the recent times that I've been hearing from people sharing with me, a lot of people are, are starting to be more open. Like they, they, they've become more of an open book. Um, what I mean is they really want to project all, it's, it's, it's all or nothing. You know, like, like they want to they wanna project a lot about themselves, mm -hmm. sort of like, to a certain degree, I have a feeling that it is also somewhat like a defense mechanism in a sense where, where if, you can't, if you can't accept me as I am, then, then cannot lah, that kind of thing. So, so then, you know, like, it's like, a, it's like the other extreme, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like in, in that sense, also pun ada juga, like where, where they, they, they become way too frank way too honest um you know like like it's almost radical even mm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah so, so I like that yeah they are for sure um and i i have a feeling lisa the groups that you've mentioned they are probably experienced and, and in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in not, not such a good way meaning they've experienced a lot of painful mm -hmm. uh, realities yeah yeah after getting to know someone for so long and pretending for so long and then they got really sick of it Um, and now they know better. And so when they know better, they stop, you know, trying to put on a mask so much. They reveal yeah. their true selves from the very get-go. Yeah, so yeah. that, like you said, so that you can know from the very beginning, okay, I don't think we're the right fit for each other. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. So okay. basically what we're going to touch about is the principles that we, so the principles of halal dating that we need to know Mm. Um, and this is on the tangent that halal dating is an acceptable concept. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, so, so uh, the process mm. um, of, of, of this is with the intention that you want to get to know the 
partner even more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so the principles like like so you're gonna help share with us like yeah, you know what are the principles that we should hold on to? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I think the first thing is before we even go anywhere, we need to set our intentions right. The only reason I'm going this far with this person, going out and meeting this person, is because I know that I want this to go somewhere. It's not for fun. It's not just you know trying things out. I, I re- I'm really serious about wanting something more, i.e. marriage. And it's always good to be upfront from the beginning also. When you start talking to them, you say, you know, the reason why I'm getting to know and I, wa- I want to get to know more of you is because I'm, I'm actually pretty serious. And if you feel the same way, then let me know. Then maybe we can you know, take this to the next step and get to know each other a bit more. Okay, mm. so start off with intentions that you have internally, but also express the intentions with this person. And so on, that, a, on a clearer note, mm-hmm. it should be with the intention that you intend to settle down with this person. Yes. So, yes. so because more often than not, like, you know, a lot of them are sort of like still trying to test the waters, mm-hmm. you know, like um, depending on the situation. But mm-hmm. I, I guess in that sense, we need to be more clear with our intentions. Like, yes. you know, like if, if, uh, if you want to get to know this person, you want to get to know this person because you intend to marry her or him. Mm. So, uh, but then if you're going to go like, Macam, I want to get to know him or her to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then... Okay, so, so very good point you raised, Alisa. I okay. feel like today times have changed and we have so many other ways to get to know the person without actually having to meet the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can you can talk to them on social media, you can get to know the kind of stuff they like they like on social media. Um, and more, you know, 90% of people I know have a social media account. So, you know, that's there are ways, there are ways for you to converse with them, even before yeah. having like you said and I was like all phone calls, like exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now it's even easier. There's, now there's, there are even more opportunities for you to do that. You can actually see all of your family members if they post regularly. You know who all their friends are because they post whenever they hang out with their friends, things like that. You know what their passion is, your hobby is, their work, you know, their industry they're in. Like a lot of these things. Um, so so in, in a way, many of us are kind of an open book, maybe half book open. You know, like we know right. a lot, kind of a lot already. So this reduces the need for us to give that reason you mentioned earlier. Well, I want to see how things are first because you know quite a bit about the person already. So technically you don't need. When you feel like, okay, a lot of what this person has shared about themselves are actually qualities that I really look out for in a person. You know, that person, he works there, his working hours match with mine. I think we can make things work because that's one of the worries I had. Or it looks like she loves kids. She, mm. she, she plays with nieces and nephews all of the time. And I want to, I want to start my own family someday. And mm. I want a lady who actually wants that too. You know, whatever you can infer from their postings and whatever else you can ask them directly, um, do that. So that it minimizes the need for you to test the waters and try things out first. So you have done your pre-homework first before actually addressing your intention to the other person. So, so it's sort of like, you know, you've sort of like somewhat somewhat done your homework first mm-hmm. and then you get a, yourselves acquainted via social media phone calls or mm-hmm. somewhere or another if you happen to meet mm-hmm. there's no touching required mm-hmm. you know and then you would have to express the intention clearly to the partner as well mm-hmm. so that so that that's a step moving forward somewhat rather yes. than rather than testing the waters and seeing whether she would reciprocate mm-hmm. you 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 want to sort of like you're in that sense, uh, not only you're setting the intention right, you yeah. are uh, quite clear about it as well. Yes. Yeah. And so that when you, those are really good points. And so that when you finally meet the person face to face, you can you can worry about other stuff. Because I remember one person, she said, I mean, you're getting married soon, but she said, I was really disappointed because we got to know each other on a dating app. So when I finally met him, he came to my house. Okay, mm-hmm. the family and all. So that was your first date, you know, interesting. So we're going to talk about that. So okay. she came to the house and suddenly he was wearing spectacles like me. 
because in his okay. photos on the dating app, he wasn't wearing one, and I, I, I you know, I, I didn't see myself being with a guy who was wearing specs. You know, she said, <laughs> so I was a bit disappointed. So I was like, I laughed because it sounds superficial on one end, but I think, to be honest, a lot of us we are like that. You know? To her, I guess maybe to maybe maybe to her that was catfish enough. You know, like maybe yeah. to her that was catfish enough. Like like yeah. like you know like I, I expected something else because it's what was presented to me. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> but I, false, I guess false advertising that we spoke. Right, 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 right. Catfish, yes. But then, but then she was okay. They're they're eventually getting to know the person more and more after that. And the guy's seriousness to immediately wanting to meet her family, yeah. that, that's got a lot of points uh, on the book. Mm, see, so four eyes can be nice too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think it's cute somewhat, you know. Yeah. It's the first time ever that I heard that, you know, like um, wearing the glasses were, or, or, you know, or being four eyes was actually, you know, a thing that was mm. sort of like a, hey, wait, hold on, is this a deal breaker? Um, but fair enough, I guess, you know. Hmm. Okay. okay. So I want to talk about uh, phone calls, right? There, because there are, um, I've read online, you know, on, on halal dating many years ago. Okay. There are some scholars who even say that even that is not permissible. On the basis that, you know, the voice, if you heard before, the voice is our right and things like that. Right? Okay. So right. I'm, I'm just, I want to share everything so that nobody here, when they read somewhere else or they hear another lecture on YouTube, they're not like, hey, why? This wasn't mentioned, you know. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, there are different views and different opinions with regards to this. So when you when you talk on the phone also, I think there is some kind of um, responsibility to not use your voice. To sort of like sway. Yes, right? correct. Yeah, yeah. In, 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 in the wrong way. You know, right. you converse with each other to have maybe an intellectual discussion, to have a deep dis- uh, conversation, to to really just ask all the questions you have on your list. You have a ton of questions, ask, ask away. And this is the best, one of the best ways. Um, you know, you get to talk to the person, you understand where they're coming from. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes even when, when conversing, you know whether this person knows his stuff or maybe she's lying or he's not being completely honest with you or she's she hesitated a lot in a lot so you know it's these are cues and signs for you you nevertheless so so always again that's why it all goes back to intention right the intention is what you are you here to play around or are you here for some serious matters and i'm not saying that you can't you know joke and you can't laugh but i'm saying maintain a certain um Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I, I have to say, <laughs> I have to say it's interesting because like it never really dawned upon me. I've heard before, you know, mm. you know, like the voice being an aura uh, aura mm. as well. Um, you know, there's there's a you know, there's hilaf about it as well, where, yes. where people speak about even when you're speaking to another person, you know, there's there, there's a certain way that we should be speaking to another person, not with you know uh, in trying to make the yeah. voice salt, uh, what, what, what is it? Maybe the word sultry? Or... Alluring. Alluring, yes, yes, yes. That was the word, yeah. Alluring and, and stuff like that. Mm. But I, it kind of brought me back uh, to the time when, when um, this was uh, Yushri and I, pre-meet days, you know, we, we, this was way before we met. And, yeah. and I could easily say that we were on the phone for a good, for a good almost a year before we actually like, you know, met, 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 properly mm. met. Mm. And I remember like the first few times hearing his voice on the phone, and I was like, oh, he sounds so good on the phone. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. and then and then and then at that point I was thinking, oh stop This is what they're saying, you know, yeah. this whole aura voice yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but 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 then like after a while, you know, I could I could somewhat get that, you know, it's it, it was pasang. He wasn't trying to yeah. to allude mean with his voice and that was just his voice yes, <laughs> you know right. um you know so but then uh, at the end of the day like you said you know it's, it all boils down to intention mm-hmm. because you know like if you if you mask it with a certain intention where where you intend to sort of attract attract mm-hmm. and then so the 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 aspect of authenticity honesty truthfulness decreases you know because because you pasang you know you mm-hmm. you 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 put something out there mm-hmm. just for the intention to attract you know yeah. so so in that sense like macam 
maybe it's something to 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 look into. So okay, um, yeah, you know, just now I mentioned about <clears throat> the girl um, inviting the guy over to the house. So I want yeah. to talk about this next because you know, really, the the most halal way of dating a person is really when in the presence of others. That is the most halal way of dating. Okay, if you want to talk about halal dating, you really want to get to know the person, you want to meet the person face to face, it would be in the presence of others. So I see people doing this in many different ways. Okay, maybe they're not that ready to, to, to introduce this person to the family yet. So what they do is they ask their friends along, sometimes their siblings, an older sister, a brother, just having someone else there helps a lot uh, in this case because this is famous hadith of where the Prophet said that when there are two individuals, uh, alone, man and woman, the third party is really the devil, the enemy. And the job of the devil is to really try to lure one to the, to the other, you know? Mm. Um, so so we, we need to be aware. I, and I know that some of us, we feel like, I have my principles. I will never do anything, you know? I will not fall into that trap. But then again... You don't really Shaitan has yes. made a promise from the very beginning yes. to sort of like, you know, like, I will persuade you in some way or another. Yes. You know? So the, the master in, in when it comes to persuading people to do things would be Shaitan. They are a lot smarter than we think. Um, sometimes we think, oh, we're really smart. We know what to do. We know where to go. We know how to feel. We know how to control. But actually they are way smarter than us and they know how exactly to, to get that spark going and then it's going to be tough to go back when it started. My my friends, uh, they got married, uh, how they went about it was no phone calls whatsoever. Mm. Their communications before they actually met, um, I'll get to the point where how they met, um, but then before that was just email, not even phone calls. So oh. they, none of them heard their, each, other, each other's voices um, they managed to, to communicate in addressing like uh, intent, um, and um, you know I think I, yeah now that now that you're you're sharing the principles, I'm kind of like ticking off like you know what my 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 couple my friends who are now a married couple, um, they 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 kind of take a few boxes here like like within they they expressed intention on the email, um, but then there were no phone calls at all. Um, when they met, it was in the presence of um, each other's families, uh, as in like um, he had his mother with who, and he went over to her house and there were her parents over there as well. So it was quite straightforward in that sense because it was like kind of like terus lah, that kind of mm. thing. Kan? Tapi um, eight children now. <laughs> you know, uh, they, they, um, uh, they, they were, they're, they're pretty happy. I, I mean, I think they, they were very clear about uh, in their emails uh, based on what they shared with me about what their, their intentions were and what they, they wanted in life and the hereafter. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but, you know, you know this, is, this is them lah, tapi tak dengar suara langsung. Yes, you're about to say something. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining our listeners right now, you know, and our viewers. They're like, Lisa, email? Are you suggesting we email each other? Like, in 2020, but, you know? I'm just sharing. Like, I know, I know. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm imagining just... <laughs> them, imagining how they would do it. Right, you know? okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. But uh, I'll be honest with you. When when they were sharing with me their love story, mm -hmm. I was sort of like, "How do you react?" I was mm. like, "I nodded a lot." I was getting, I was like, "Wow, it's um," because because you know, like I myself have never gone through it that way ever. Like you know, like it was always it starts off with the phone call and then you no, meet. Actually, just just it just reminded me that my wife and I we got to know each other via email too first. <laughs> so, so she was an intern at a place where I was working and mm -hmm. I was in one department she's in a different department and she had to send emails to my department because my department would, was the one that would give out the, the views and opinions on certain issues Okay. and it was email and so I, I had no idea who she was I saw a person in another meeting which I didn't know what her name was which eventually is her so I saw her I'm like, hmm, mm -hmm. 
you know, there was some kind of attraction, but I didn't know who she was, didn't really talk mm-hmm. to her at all. And then I was like, wait, didn't that department send an email recently? And there was an intern email, lah, you know, different. And that's uh-huh, when, uh-huh. <laughs> that's when you know, we started. <laughs> okay, how did you how did you put two and two together? How did you figure that she must have been the person from the other because, department? Because uh, because there was uh, because I know the other intern because there are two interns in that department. The other intern I okay. know who she was. So there's only one unfamiliar name, and uh-huh. that's how I put two and two together. Lah. I see, yeah. I see. And so, so did you begin by de- yes, <laughs> emailing then, her privately? Yes. You know, privately. And you know, last time I did MSN Messenger? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's another way where we communicated a lot um, oh. before. And then um, I I said, you know, I'm serious, so I want to meet your family. And she was shocked. Like, you know, uh, because she was in a long-term relationship before that. And, you know, never, the guy never actually, you know, wanted to see the family or brought this up. I so, see, I see. Within just a few months, I said I wanted to meet a family and I went to her place during Ramadan, remember? Buka puasa, sama-sama. And I, nowadays when I interview couples, uh, so when do you introduce uh, him to your family? And the answers I always get is either Ramadan, buka puasa, sama-sama, or Hari Raya. It's like, these are, for Malay communities, it's the most common time, you know, like you feel... <laughs> safe to to bring your partner and introduce them to your family oh dar for for, for me did that surpass raya and ramadan so, <laughs> so yeah um oh another one would uh, be like family gatherings sometimes yeah family gatherings both yes parties. it was more it was more that for me i think you know like when um uh when you three said to me i'm going to bring you uh i, I would like to bring you over to to see the family uh, you know this is sort of like this you know yeah gathering thing and I was like okay you know like I, I didn't really think any much any, anything to it and then he said no 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 you I, I would like you to understand that when that happens I mean that is quite serious so I was like oh okay oh, okay right. <laughs> you're okay serious. okay oh, okay. okay yeah you yeah, know because because you know like in all honesty yeah like like I I I, I have I, I think it's not that abnormal for me to meet other people's families. Um, I grew up in, you know, like my, the, the, the relatives that I have, so ramai. I'm so used to going to friends' house and meeting their parents and all that. It's quite a, a it's like normal see bagi I. It's not something awkward for me or odd or like, oh, why go to your so then, So then it was really helpful that he gave you a heads up that if this happens, he, this is not any ordinary meetup, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, no, no, no. I mean, I need you to be clear about something. Like if I bring you back home to, to for you to meet the family, it means that it's really serious, you know? So, so because, because I thought, that it was common for him and maybe whoever he dated before, you know, to just bring her back or whatever. But but it wasn't the case. Like like kalau dia tak bawa balik jumpa family, that means macam okay lah. He does not see the a future with that person, you know. So I pun cak. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I met yeah. everyone. Wow. Everyone. But you, know, you you seem like a very you know you you're easy to talk to you warm up. Boleh bawa majlis lah. Imagine if you're like very like awkward and yeah, yeah. Kejut, eh? yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I think um you know at that time all the nieces and nephews were all tiny tunis still kecil kecil lagi and all that stuff and they were all over me you know like parah first time jumpa and stuff and um you know I had that experience too. Um, oh yeah. And the first meeting at uh, the parents' house. One of her nieces was like maybe three years old back then. She came and she hugged me. Just suruh suruh salam je. And then everybody was like, I bet you felt, I bet you felt, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you felt like scoring points here, girl. Just stay here. (laughs) And then the the, the, her sister and her brother in law were like, oh, look, I think she's approved him already. You know, Ah. like the the heart was like, so. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yeah, so so yeah, Alhamdulillah. Like you know, like um, then I met the the brothers, I met the sister, mm-hmm. met the biras. Everyone, it was just everyone was there, and I was just sort of like, oh okay, hi, how are you? Da 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 da. And he was also kind of shocked as well. I think he expected a more like you know 
we deserved kind of person somebody who was sort of like like oh, yeah yeah you know like um assalamualaikum you know that kind of you know that kind of thing right like i think he expected that but i was really relaxed and 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 okay you know like you know I, I, which is strange for me as well because because after that i was kind of like well, i was pretty relaxed back there that's kind of strange like i, I honestly felt comfortable like really comfortable and parhal is like the first time me meeting his parents and all that you know so yeah okay, and then right. and then after the, after that then 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 i was like how did you how, how do you think i did and he was like you know I, he he was just like can i digest this first even <laughs> he needed to digest how well it went yeah. you know so yeah that's one of my favorite questions too to the couples i would say so how did it go were you nervous you know did you mess things up who did you think more <laughs> the mom the dad the guys uh-huh. who always say you start takut lah jumpa bapak dia you know macam standard ah you know the dad doesn't say much you know keeps a distance there was this one couple lagi kelakar dia cakap start i was i was so scared because throughout the whole entire session that i was there for dinner or something the father didn't even look at me Oh, yeah. <laughs> macam bapa dah tengok macam makanan ni macam ha kerja apa macam gitu kan oh, so it's like really nerve wracking for him but see, alhamdulillah the father eventually was okay yeah uh, you know uh, you know think, you know like by way of perspective kan you know especially if it's the girl introducing the guy into the family the mm. father also mysterious like macam aku like like it's not protective. so much Yeah, he's kind of like protective and at the same time like macam you know is this happening my girl is bringing back a guy home to introduce to me, you know. You know, when I heard that I just imagine myself 20 years from now yeah. when my daughter yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna just gonna like you know like hey you know right? Baca surah al-Baqarah ayat 101. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay tak apa cik saya balik dulu eh cik. <laughs> yeah, so I I mean like um Um uh I have to say though like you know that day went well not just because it, it was two way they they were absolutely warm they were they were really sweethearts i mean like the kids helped a lot like how that three year old niece of your your wife mm-hmm. helped out with the situation like you know so she was she helped with the energy as well right mm-hmm. like so she came up to you and she yes. was like oh look at this you know like you look like someone that can be my friend mm-hmm. and like you know and 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 i think that helped me a lot as well because they were all like kind of like asking me all kinds of questions you know showing me their favorite cartoons and stuff you know and their toys so that helped a lot so yeah alhamdulillah okay. fast forward yeah here we alhamdulillah. are here we are <laughs> okay a few more things i just want to cover um oh but before that you know just now i mentioned about texting or There are I, I read reviews before that some scholars again in my opinion a bit extreme but some people may still think oh maybe there is uh, a point there. They, there's a scholar that said that when you're getting to know a person of the of, of the opposite gender, you're not allowed to use emojis. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to put it out there in case you find this somewhere. You're like, oh, I'm not surprised. Some easy said it before. So I just I just rather put everything out today so that you can hear everything. Um, so there's a there's an opinion that speaks yes. about emojis. But this is a, like a modern opinion, lah. Of course, previously there was no such thing. But to, to I think the I the principle be, the principle behind the prohibition is that what will the emojis um, induce? You know, in terms of feelings and emotions, right? I mean, if you give heart shapes, if you give the the kissing kind of emoji, if you give um you know the wink emoji like i i think different things would invoke different feelings um uh, from people so i think that's where he's coming from that's all yeah maybe yeah. but but then again like you know um there are a lot of things to factor in like i like 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 back in the day when it was newly used right mm-hmm. like um i think you know even back in mirc days like you know not so much but then maybe for for the messenger messenger um platforms Then we, you know, we were like Ooh, emojis, right? Um, Lisa, you 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 were old enough to remember MIRC, is it? I thought that was my time. I mean, we're not that different. We're not that far apart age-wise. Oh, so okay. Oh my god. Like, anyway, MIRC is classic. <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, but but then like, but if if we want to talk about emojis today, though, yeah, you know, like like, I don't know. I mean. I'm not too yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm not. Because I'm already married now, and and emojis are just emojis. Like I don't know. 
Like I don't really share that same opinion, but you know, I'm just trying to understand where he's coming from. And I guess at the end of the day, it's about what those represent. The emojis represent what and what kind of feelings invoke, and that that's it, basically. Like, would it actually maybe we we were assuming that it does not do much to the receiver, like you know. Um, if say there were certain emojis that had heart shapes in it around the, the smiley face or whatever, and we go like, she gave me some heart shapes. Yeah, you know. But some people yeah. don't take it seriously. Some people are like, like some people don't. I do that to everyone, for example, right? Mm. So, mm. so really, you know, it's it's very subjective. Yeah. Right, right. I just wanted right. to say. Yeah. Okay. I have so, a point in my head. I have a point mm-hmm. in my head mm-hmm. at the moment now. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then I think I'll, I'll I'll touch it on a on another part of our discussion. Oh. I mean I mean this is to follow up on on these various points that you have shared. Um, I mean maybe you know if we want to talk about principles, I'll I'll touch on this particular thought that just popped in my head on an on a different section. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you are together, obviously there are certain um, lines you must not cross, and the most you know, the clearest thing, and I think a lot of people either don't know or it's such a norm already that, you know, technically we're not supposed to um, touch each other. We're not supposed to hold each other, right? Mm. And, you know, you may have done it before out of ignorance and, you know, you should just seek forgiveness from Allah, make tawbah. You know, anything done out of ignorance is different in the eyes of Allah, you know, versus something that was done knowingly that it is not acceptable right so but even that, I, but I think even so we, sh- we we should still encourage one to make tauba like yeah, like you know even if you're fully aware yeah even, even if you're fully aware of it it being a sin like you know not to say like ah, it's okay but you have to genuinely repent for um the sins that you've committed before if 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 it has happened like yeah yeah, I remember I asked one of my lecturers back then in my uni days because there's this verse in the Quran that says, mm-hmm. which means Allah says, Verily, tawbah is only for those who commit sin out of ignorance. Bijahala, jahal, jahil. Okay? And then I asked him, So, but you know, doctor, what about those? yeah, what about those who do it even when they know? And I think there are a lot of people out there, they know, but they couldn't fight against their emotions or their nafs. And he says, he told me that you, in every verse, it's important for us to understand the context. And so he explained the context, which I can't recall at the moment, but you know, there's a context to this, but it doesn't mean that it's limited to that because there are many other verses out there that talk about repentance. To all, you know, it addresses everyone, regardless of what you've done, mm. big or small, in private or in public, mm. um, intentionally or unintentionally. Mm. So the doors of Tawbah will always be open as long as you're still alive. Which surah does, uh, is it there? Uh, yeah, the one that they spoke the, about. I'll, I'll try to recall and I'll bring it back. No, the, the, the one that, that the verses speak about, like even, even for the worst of sins, if you actually repent, like uh-huh. if you actually repent. Uh, even mm-hmm. for uh, uh, infidelity, even for murder, if you actually like. I mean, for you, murder, there's the hadith, lah, the hadith about the man who murdered 99 people, right? You've heard of that before? But, anyways, yes. Okay, so speaking of, of when, you, when you now talk about limitations, you talk about, from what I'm understanding now, we're going into a subtopic for this conversation today, <coughs> which is boundaries, I believe. Um, limitations yes so like when we speak about boundaries like you know based on the pointers that you shared with me earlier today for our topic and and I I remember like asking you that first question in the beginning of our conversation which is Mm -hmm. like like, what halal dating just pretty much means no premarital sex Mm -hmm. so the first point that you shared just now with me was about no touching no physical da 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 but then like you know um, something came across my timeline a few days ago about Zina. Mm-hmm. And, and if we, if we um, you know, sort of like what pops into our heads when somebody mentions Zina, we know it as it is uh, the committing of 
um, sex outside the laws of marriage or rather yes. if you're not married to that person mm-hmm. if you commit sexual relations with that person that is zina but then there was also this part uh, it was a it was a infographic um, the one that I that I found on my timeline zina has subsections as well like there are different types of zina so I want to ask you whether like zina I mean, of the eyes zina of the ears is it oh right right exactly so they, they so 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 um uh, this was actually um, a muslim account mm-hmm. uh, sort of like you know that that there's very ka'ariaka agamaan and stuff like that so they were sharing that there are different types of zina Yeah. So are we, like for those, um, for the demographic that we're speaking to today, are we, are we to allow for them to understand that Zina actually has different types? It does not necessarily just mean physical. Yes, it's true. It's true. So, okay. I mean, Zina of the hands, Zina of the eyes, Zina of the ears, which is enjoying to match the voice of that person, which is what we spoke about earlier. Okay. Zina of the eyes is really obvious when you look and then maybe it arouses you when you the more you look at this person mm. um, so all of these things are considered also part of part of zina as well so this applies to women as well so women are also required mm. to somewhat lower their gaze if they feel that the, the verses in the quran about lowering the gaze applies to both Allah addresses both mm. i see i see okay 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 so when you say zina of the hands you mean physical that means you know like avoid mm. the touching mm. and all that because like Like why why do they say avoid touching? Although you know, like like um, in a general sense, people say like you know, hugging and touching, caressing, and all are all languages of love. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you're not married yet, um, one tiny act of a touch may lead to something that becomes worse. Yes, right. Because, like, because so one, hand- yeah, because one thing leads to another thing as well. Okay, mm. this goes back to us perhaps not having. The, the greater self-awareness that we all need to have. We need mm-hmm. to know our weaknesses. We need to know um, our vulnerable points, you know. And um, in the Quran, Allah says, La taqrabu zina. In Surah Al-Isra, I think, Allah says, La taqrabu zina. Allah says, don't come near zina. Allah did not say, La taf'alu zina. Wa la taznu. Do not perform zina. Allah says, don't right. come close to it. Don't come so, close to it. Yeah. Means ah, so forget about baseball, guys. So forget about the whole first base, second base, third mm. base, home run. I mean, like all that, right? Like so, so, so the surah's verse says, "Don't come near zina," which mm-hmm. we can tarabur it as actually the things that lead up to zina pun kita illa sama sekali. Exactly. Good point. Mm. Yeah. So, so one thing, the, the the first few things you do may appear to be innocent. It may seem harmless. It's always how you rationalize. It's always how you justify. It. I mean, it's harmless. It's just we're just holding hands. But one thing leads to another thing, and this is where sometimes when once you are done committing the deed, then you're like in a state of regret and remorse, mm. and then a thousand thoughts go through your head like, what if we don't mm. work out? What if we don't end up getting married? Like, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. And um, one thing I want to say to Lisa here is. You know, sex is such a sacred thing that Allah protects um, in the institution of marriage. Mm. That any any kind of sexual relations that happens outside um, this the sanctity of marriage mm. is something that you give, but you will never be able to take back with you. Uh. Sex is really about giving. You give yourself. You give your body. You give mm. your emotions. Mm. I'm sorry to be very explicit. You're giving your fluids, okay? I'm sorry, mm. but I, I'm just putting it out there. Mm. You give, and you cannot take it back. Mm. Mm. And mm. along with it are all the emotions that are attached, the mm. memory that is forever etched in that moment. And you either have, you know, you know, eventually you end up together, and then you can repent together, or you don't end up with a person, and it forever becomes a regret, a pain in your heart. Mm. Mm. Then, you know like like since also like zina falls under the hukum of haram right like you mm-hmm. know and then haram is clear like macam you know it's it's uh, what is the word bayin yeah al bayin and haram bayin yeah so it's clear so so if it it falls under the hukum haram it it's because it uh, it's something that harms you 
Yes. So like what you know like like people may wonder like macam you know like but why would it be something harmful in a way when it's you know padahal actually like if you do it after marriage you become secret pula you know that kind of thing you know like like people people may want to sort of debate about yeah yeah they kind of just want to you know for the sake of argument they want to debate about this kind of things but i think you know like when 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 an act you know like like because the, i think the the discussion to this can be quite wide and the repercussions the impact um banyak banyak terlampau banyak like mm-hmm. macam you know like like how there are so many unwanted uh, pregnancies, pregnancies that happen mm-hmm. um uh, why we say unwanted is because you may not be of age you know for example or even if age you 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 are not in a, a situation where you kind of put that uh, child that you have bed in a situation which is unfavorable mm-hmm. because you know like that that person um, does not legally have uh, one parent for example mm-hmm. you know like like and then um, when things are not thoroughly checked for example their diseases mm-hmm. sexually transmitted diseases and stuff yeah. like that so like like there's so many aspects um, mm-hmm. as to why it falls under the haram realm yes. you know where where which is why it is like one of the dosa besas right mm-hmm. you know like it's one of the big scene mm-hmm. sins so Yes. I guess I guess in that sense um the the better the the, the more the better that you avoid basically yes. whatever boundaries that has been set lot basically mm. so going back to the part where Allah says don't come near it mm-hmm. so you know you need to understand the hikmah and the wisdom behind it okay um you, sometimes the problem with us as humans is that we think we're smarter than Allah we think that oh it's okay i know how to manage myself i know how to control i know my boundaries but yes, the thing is you 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 will fall into the trap eventually that shaitan would beautifully place in front of you shaitan's job is he says la uhawiyannakum he says i will beautify anything that is bad to make it look good so that you'll do it oh. and that's where when you hear justifications in your head to do something that is wrong and you say it's okay it's going to be okay it's going to be all right it's just a little bit that's actually shaitan making it seem like it's okay yeah so and it's kind of like yeah and it's also somewhat like blanketed with like mm-hmm. something that seems to be like macam i'm i'm doing something that yeah. is more convenient for me lah mm-hmm. uh, cento you know yeah. but then yeah we, we and sometimes yeah we fool ourselves too saying oh it's okay what we are going to get married what it's okay what for us to you know get oh into that yes don't be overconfident Yes, nauzubillah subhanallah like mm. like you know like quite honestly I've heard these conversations before mm. and um you know they go like um yalah I I memang nak kahwin pun nak tebus dosa mm. and I was like what do you mean by nak tebus dosa you know mean? I don't know what it means okay so so basically because of the acts of zina that has been committed um during the dating days or whatever So to him it was sort of like okay if I get married tebuslah dosa tu like macam it's as though he compensates with the oh. marriage. So it like automatically goes away all of a sudden. Like like he 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 feels that it would tebuslah then after that it becomes like clean slate all over again. Well, not, sort of unfortunately like, it's not it doesn't happen that way. Really. No, no. <laughs> and he said that I was like I I was kind of like I don't think that's how it works, bro. Yeah. Like you know, like ah, uh, no, 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 no. The, the, in order for, uh, and I was sort of like, wait, let me digest this for a minute. Like, much of, like because I was sort of like, wait, no, you have to repent for the sins that you've committed, you know. But it's good. I mean, I mean, okay, it's good that you want to kawin, but you cannot kawin with this intention of yelah nak tebus dosa for. You know, it doesn't work that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was sort of like, oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so I think we mentioned that already about repentance and, you right. know, after nikah, you still have to repent. But the beautiful yeah. thing is, if you did those things out of ignorance and now you're married, the beautiful thing, guys, is that you will be able to repent together, get more spiritual together, oh, you know, perform umrah together, can oh. salat taraweeh together. There's so many beautiful things you can do together and hopefully each and every one of those small steps will lead to all of your sins being forgiven by Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. So that's that's the beautiful thing if you end up getting married inshallah. But again guys there's no guarantee you cannot say hey, it's okay for us to do now because we can get married but 
there is no guarantee. Um, yeah. Apart from zina of the hands, eyes, ears, uh, is there zina of anything else? Is there zina of the mind? Um, I think all of that leads to the mind. Um, oh, I see. Okay. But I think there's one more, if I'm not wrong, it's the feet. So when your feet, the feet that walks to the place to commit zina is also technically zina of the feet. That oh, okay. Mm. Right, right, right. So you... Lebih elok berjalan ke masjid, ya? Okay, because every step yeah. of the way is pahala, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Berjalan right. ke masjid, membina masjid dan sebagainya. Right, okay, okay. Right. Okay. okay, Lisa, I think uh, that's about it for today. I think really mm-hmm. good. We, I didn't think it would, it would be this uh, in-depth. But Alhamdulillah, we talked quite a bit, a lot about many things. Mm-hmm. I do hope it's a bit clearer. Do you have any last questions you want to ask or any points you want to raise? I guess maybe what we could share with like our listeners today is that, you know, like we understand how, you know, it is modern day, right? And we have a lot of influences out there, more Western influences where, for example, dating is such a normal thing. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and no, uh, I, think, I think what we kind of want to share with what we have discussed today is that you know, like, um, you know, like without the intention of making ourselves sound as though we're going backward, but then it's just basically what is diredoi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Like, I think basically from what Ustaz Mizi shared with me today is that if it starts off with the right intention, with good intention, coupled with good action, mm-hmm. it becomes like 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 the the marriage that you put yourself in nanti lebih diredoi, lebih diberkati. If you know what I mean, like like yes. if it starts off that way, then it then then it's sort of like like although it may seem like macam eh is this is this you know like backward or something like that you know like like it's uh, islam to me i think you know and 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 uh, and the the teachings in islam and all that is in that is timeless mm-hmm. and we have to open our minds to that concept we have to open our minds to that notion that it is timeless this is about doing things right in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, so I guess... I what guess, a beautiful way to summarize it. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, like I hope that we, you know, we can share... I, I hope that the listeners can can somewhat, like, you know, um, be concluded with this conversation this way, somewhat, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, it, it, like we have to open our minds to understand, is, is that really? You started off this way? Lebih berkat lah, insyaAllah. Lagi di hujani rahmat. InsyaAllah. Thank you. Okay. So guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in today. Thank you for watching. Uh, I hope it has been beneficial. And until uh, we meet again in the next episode. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.